Welcome to First Time Parents. Season three is all about communication. So three and a half years after having a child, we've been navigating the new norm of coming back to each other, each other as in Griffo, my husband and I, and it's been a ride. And so we've been doing it with the support of a communication coach through season three of this podcast. Now, since this season is all about communication, thought it would be really powerful to get on an educator on how to communicate with our children as well. Um, if you're in the toddler years, <laughs> then you know that it can be quite difficult at times to um, talk to our children. <laughs> I'm laughing because literally at the moment, everything Memphis says is nothing, nothing, nothing. How was your day? Nothing, nothing. What do you want for dinner? Nothing. <laughs> Did anything upset you today? Nothing. Oh, so anyway, Vic is going to be here. She's one of my one-on-one one-on-one clients. But before we get into that, massive shout out to our sponsor, author, coach, extraordinaire, Heidi Anderson. That's me. In show notes, you can get the first three chapters of my book, Drunk on Confidence, memoir published by Big Sky Publishing. You can get the first three chapters of me talking to you and reading you my book on the link below. And then if you like the book, you can go on and purchase it. So really the feedback has been phenomenal. Um, It's my journey from lost and anxious to self-assured and confident. So the girl who would look in the mirror and hate herself, um, who was loud and crazy on radio, um, but had these demons underneath uh, and how I've kind of confronted those to be the woman that I am today. So jump on show notes uh, below if you want to listen to those. And now let's welcome Victoria. Woo! Hi. <laughs> Hello. How are you? I am good. How are you? I'm good. How are we going to introduce you? What are we calling you? An educator? I, I love so. Yeah. Will you support parents in communicating with their children and reparenting themselves to understand, you know, um, how we can actually have, you know, communication with our children and connection that is so important, right? Yeah. I think I need to get you on to it. <laughs> oh, well, we've been working together one-on-one <laughs> and I wanted to get you on to today's podcast because it is all about communication in our relationships. Now, you and I know we go back and forth in, you know, in voice messages talking about our relationships with our partners and, you know, I know you're, you've are you got more than one child. You've actually got three. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I don't know what you're looking at. <laughs> but, you know, it is... It's so important that we know how to talk to our kids as well as, but the thing is we don't, we don't even know how to talk to our own partners. Like we weren't taught this stuff. So it's like, how are we supposed to be communicating with our kids? And it's not, would you say we're doing it wrong? Actually, would we go out and say like unpopular opinion, are we doing this wrong? No, I don't think we're doing it wrong. I think there's no manual when it comes to parenting. Like we're all literally thrown in the deep end and it's only through time and practice and, your own, I suppose, research and taking things on board that you learn how to do things differently. So, no, we're not doing it wrong, but there's definitely things that can always be improved, <laughs> like with anything in life. Um, and, I mean, I know for me personally I'm learning how to reparent, which is a very big thing to do, and it means letting go of those things that perhaps I grew up with, which at the same time they weren't wrong either. Everyone's doing the best that they can. 
um, but they may not be suiting us now. So, yeah, I don't think there's anything as wrong. Yeah, no wrong parenting. It's just different. Yes. No, it's so true. So for you, for people who don't know who they are, they, I'll drop all your details in the show notes, but you are a teacher, so you still do a little bit of relief teaching, but yes. you are on a mission to fill parents' tool belts up with information, tools, and strategies so that basically they can start to reparent themselves. And then what happens then in turn is you start to parent your children in a in a in a what's maybe not necessarily a healthier way. I say that with quotation marks, yeah. but it's not new age either. It's just more, I guess, what you're seeing works, right? Like you're seeing it with being a teacher, like how to communicate, connect with kids on a deeper level. Yeah, and that's it. I mean, at the base of everything, all of us require connection and communication and all the rest of it. Like it's a fundamental need that we all need. And you'd think it would be easy, <laughs> but it's not. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so it's just a case of that's that's what I'm trying to do. And there's so many other facets involved in that, lots of different things that um, I'm kind of exploring at the moment, but that's one of the main ones at the moment. So well, it's like how if we're struggling in our own relationships, right? Like that's what this podcast has been all about. Like how the fuck do we expect our kids to be able to communicate? Like, do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, so it's kind of like everyone is kind of reparenting themselves and we're we're learning something new. So as a teacher and a parent yourself of three beautiful kids, what is the thing that you're seeing that is creating this problem of disconnect with parents and their children? Oh, there's a, there's a few things. Um, I, I don't mean to sound like pretty, you know, what everyone else is saying, but technology is a big one. Technology yeah. can be amazing. There's a lot of benefits to it. Um, but the downside is obviously things like, taking time away from those around us, um, you know, getting absorbed in your phone, all the rest of it. So making sure that you've got strong boundaries with that. Also the busyness of our life is a big one. Uh, there's, I think a lot of people actually really enjoy the lockdowns in COVID for it. Not like saying, you know, for the nine months or whatever it was that some yeah. of the people before, but the sense that we got to slow down and actually just go back to basics and, as life started back up again, so have, you know, all the sports and all the extracurricular things that take over and that in itself can be quite busy and it means that we don't have that time to stop and connect. Uh, work as well, there's a lot more parents going back to the workplace, whether it be working from home or actually going to work. So, again, that's another layer that you add onto it. So there's lots of different things that are creating you know, this, this disconnect that we are feeling with our children and also our partners as well. So it's really trying to make a, an effort and being aware is another big thing as well, being aware of what what's happening, what your habits are, and if there's ways that you can change them and implement different things too. So when you were in the classroom, and I know you did a relief day yesterday, what are some of the things that you're actually seeing because of this disconnect? Like what are the, some, because I think this is where we really need to paint the picture. And, you know, I know that you're like, oh, everyone's talking about the technology on the phone. And it's like, yeah, everyone's talking about it, but no one's fucking doing anything about it. Like yeah. you really do have to step into, because um, it's a new habit. It's like alcohol, drugs, like, you know, people are literally attached to their phones. Yeah. And, for good reason for some of them, for business, all that kind of stuff, yeah. to stay connected, whatever. But 
Um, what are like, just really paint the picture. Like, what are we seeing? Not just with the kids that you obviously looked after yesterday, but just yeah. in general, like, what are we actually seeing? Like, why is this topic so important? Oh, okay. So there's a lot of different things that have come through. Um, definitely mental health is a big one. Um, seeing the fact that children that are younger and younger are experiencing mental health issues, um, which is really quite concerning. Things like your bullying, um, when a lot of the time children are left to their own devices um, and literally their own devices sometimes yeah. as well. Yeah. And as a result, the social interaction isn't there. So, you know, there's a, there's a flow-on effect from that side as well. Um, we've also got simple things even like your fine, fine motor skills, which is your hand strength, things like that where people are waiting until their kids are at school so that school can do it and they're not having that time with their kids before school and before they begin, even that is a thing that is becoming apparent. So there's kind of there's so many different things that we're noticing and, I mean, I get it. It's, it's a full-on job being a parent and we can't do everything. That's the reality. Um, but we obviously need to try and do something a little bit more than what we're doing because as a result it's, yeah, we're seeing a lot of, a lot of different things coming through that we haven't before. Yeah, and I know I was speaking to one of my friends who was a who's a teacher and she was saying, especially post-COVID, like kids can't even look at each other in the eye. Like yeah. there's this whole connection thing on like, and as humans, we actually need to connect eye to eye, feelings to feelings for us to actually develop, like, you yeah. know, as a human species. But that's not happening. And she said like their social skills because, you know, they're coming from um, you know, being on their phones or um, technology. And this is toddlers as well. Like, you know, this is toddlers. And, like, the reason why I wanted to have this conversation is because it starts now, like, doesn't yeah. it? It starts now. Like, Memphis only three and a half, but, um, you know, it's, you know, and, like, let's be honest, technology can be a great fucking babysitter. Oh, definitely. Know that. Like, <laughs> yeah. We're not Whatever, whatever works. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's more just, like, I think, because for me, it's like really understanding like how this is affecting our children is the conversations that we need to have. And yeah, how does it start? Like, how do we start now? Because I know you do some, you've done some awesome masterclasses. You've done some really practical tips through your social media and stuff. Like, but as a mum of a three and a half year old now, what are the most important things that I, you know, I don't want to say should, but <laughs> could be doing with my son? Uh, I think definitely starting just with that connection. So look at quality over quantity um, mm-hmm. and make sure that the time that you do have with Memphis is quality time. And that doesn't mean that you have to sit down on the ground and play with him if that is what you absolutely hate doing because, let's be honest, some of us don't enjoy it and that's okay. But then you can choose something that you like or could do together. Um, so whether that be going down to the beach together or whether it be just going out on a bike ride or something like that where you've actually got that chance just to be with them, be present, and that's another big thing, be present. So try and put the phone away and or put it on flight mode or whatever it is that works for you. Um, but just getting those little pockets. And, I mean, one thing that I like doing with my three, one of them falls asleep straight away, so it doesn't really doesn't matter to him. But at their time I go in and I'll read to them or we'll just have a little bit of a chat or we'll just have some time together. And even if it's only five or ten minutes, it's just that little bit at the end of the day where they know that they've got a little bit of one-on-one time. And especially with um, the more kids you have, it can be a little bit more tricky. <laughs> um, but, yeah, just making sure that, 
that we're trying to get that connection happening. That's a huge one. Yeah. So connection then, and would that lead to like the communication side? Like how do we, because I know you and I have talked about this and we work together, like, you know, you get in the car after daycare and as a mum, like sometimes, you know, working mum, you're feeling that guilt of like, oh my God, I haven't talked to him today. Like I've been talking to everyone else. So you kind of like barrel all these questions at him and want to know every single thing. And he's like three and a half. And it's then sometimes, you know, sometimes he'll be like, that's enough, mum, the end. I don't want to answer any more questions. Yeah. <laughs> or sometimes he's getting emotional. Sometimes he's really happy. Sometimes he'll just chat, chat, chat back. But I think it's learning to understand how to communicate with them. And I know that you've done some tips on this. So I'd love for you to share that. Yeah, of course. Uh, so probably one thing I'll try doing is not throwing 20 questions out <laughs> as tempting as it is because I have been there. I've been guilty of that too. <laughs> And my um, friends also, call me like an investigative journalist. Like whenever they get, whenever they get date a new person, they're like, bring in Heidi, she'll ask 50 million questions. And I'm no. the same with Memphis. I have to forget, well, that's right. I'm not doing a podcast interview. I'm not doing this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it's a natural response because we're sorry. We definitely want to know what they're doing. Yeah. But I guess we have to look at it how we feel. And when we get home from work or something, we just need a few minutes to decompress, whether it be 10, 15 minutes, whatever it might be. And yeah. then you can just start asking a few questions like just don't don't like not ask them anything as soon as you pick him up like you can still say how was day um and show interest but yeah with the the more probing questions yeah that can come later and one thing that I mean with one of my kids he's best at responding when we're doing something else as well so while we're playing or doing something he will more easily talk to me and it's a funny thing as well, like he he doesn't have to be looking at me to do it. As long as I'm just next to him, he will happily talk. So I guess it's finding also what works for your child. Um, that's another yeah. thing. Well. Yeah, you're so right. Like the other day, Griffo picked Memphis up from daycare and him and his little best friend who lived next door, Levi, they got in trouble for, I think they stuck up for themselves against this other little boy or whatever. And as they do, like Memphis is not innocent, mind you. Like there's been times that, you know, we've had to talk to him about hitting and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but, you know, this day was about, again, about them. And they pushed this boy who was like told them I wasn't allowed to play or something like that. And I just started talking to Memphis, like as we were sitting down playing, and he was like, I didn't realise like, I was actually didn't know what had happened and Griffo hadn't told me yet and I was just probing questions and I was like, hang on, he's like actually got something to tell me but I'm like (laughs) sitting here. But it was just the way that he was doing it over this little puzzle or whatever we were doing and he was like, no, I'm not ready to talk about it yet, Mum. And I was like, what? Oh, my God, what's happened? Yeah. (laughs) Say that to me and I was like, oh, wow. And then I said to Griffo, like, what happened? And he's like, oh, they got into a bit of a scuffle. I'm like, oh, God, like, this is what we've got to look forward to. Yeah, but that was good, though, that he was obviously feeling comfortable enough to just say that as well and hopefully you are. Yeah, yeah. And it's I think it's teaching them that, isn't it, to, like, just have these conversations. The other thing that I really was busting to get you on this podcast as well is because, like I said, it's all about communication. One of the things with Griffo is sometimes he gets really upset when he goes to pick Memphis up from daycare and day, and Memphis doesn't want dad. He was expecting mum or nan and pop or, you know, to pick him up. Yeah. And so he actually shuts down Griffo and Memphis. They both shut down in the car. And then Griffo will sometimes say to him, and I don't think he realises he's doing it, but it's a bit like his teenage boy comes out and he's a bit like, well, you need to, or actually maybe not even his teenage boy, maybe his 
dad, like, you know, you need to reflect me and tell me about your day and show me some love and kindness when I come and pick you up. And like I said to Griffo, I was like, I know how much it hurts. Like it happens to me as well. Not very often, but it happens to me as well. But I said, you know, he is only a three and a half. Like he doesn't know. We don't need to. It's like the it's the whole respect line that I think sometimes I don't want to just say all dads, but um, it can come a lot from the dad side. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, he could even just try saying to him, he's like, all right, I can sense that you're not willing to have a bit of a chat or you're a bit upset and help name the feelings that he can see Memphis feeling as well. So if Memphis is annoyed or um, frustrated or whatever it might be, you know, Griffo can say, oh, I can see you're a little bit frustrated that I'm here and mum's not. How about we wait till we get home, we'll have something to eat and then maybe we can have a bit of a chat or a bit of a play and try and do it that way. So you kind of letting him know what he's feeling because firstly he probably isn't really sure what he's feeling. He just knows that he's annoyed. And then also it's just saying, yeah, we'll give you give each other some time and then hopefully we can have that connection as well because. It's so yeah. valuable for you to say that because, like I said, watching them and I'm sure many of us see it within our partners, whatever way it is, but, like, it is very much like that, but he should respect me and give me a hug yeah. and this and that. And it's like, but getting him to identify his feelings, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, and it's a big thing as well. I mean, most adults can't identify their feelings. So, you know. Why? And we're like, why am I so pissed off today? Yeah. <laughs> or am I pissed off? Or like, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. Wow. It. So we need to understand that they're not really understanding what they're feeling. They just know that something's not feeling right and just let them know and then, you know, give them a bit of a plan and say, right, well, you know, we'll have, take a few minutes or you go off and have a play and then we'll get back together or whatever it might be that works for them. So, yeah, but even just something as simple as naming what the feeling is can be a huge one. Mm, that's awesome. So how would I communicate that to Griffo? <laughs> mm, yeah, so <laughs> Will I make him listen to this podcast or what would yeah. your tips be like when you're doing, you know, your um, educating and coaching with your clients? If it is just one of the parents that jumps on, how do you get them to c- communicate it back without, I guess, them taking defence? Yeah, I mean, this is always always a tricky one as well. I guess it's probably just trying to, like, you obviously know your partner best, trying to choose a time when they're open to hearing that information. So uh, probably not at the end of the day when they're tired from work, (laughs) which, you know, we've all been guilty of that one too. Um, But, yeah, I guess trying to to just say, oh, listen, you know, I I heard something the other day. Um, Someone said, oh, their child does this, and maybe just giving an example or, you know, mm, yeah. someone else said this or I heard this on the radio or I heard this on a podcast and kind of maybe trying to approach it from that angle. <laughs> so. Yeah, I heard this on a podcast, Griffo. I think it was our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that was, was really me talking about emotion. you. <laughs> no, that's good. But I think this is the thing, right? Like yeah. especially with this season of first-time parents, we're learning how to communicate skillfully and, you know, this is a big, a big part. So, what else with our children are important ways to communicate? So we've talked about like the daycare pickup, yeah. um, you know, identifying with their feelings and stuff like that. What kind of other tips have you got for us? Uh, I think just it, most of them are really simple things as well. Like one thing I was doing a lot yesterday because I was with the younger kids was getting down to their level, which sounds really simple but it makes a big difference so when you're talking to someone who's obviously a bit shorter than you just squatting down so you're face to face 
And that immediately puts you on the same level. If you're standing all the way up here, really tall and looking down on them, it's very intimidating. And even as adults, we would find the same thing as well. So something as simple as that is a big one. Um, What else do we have? Oh, just obviously making sure when you are chatting to them, if their attention's drifting, you can just a gentle touch on the cheek can sometimes help. That sometimes depends on the child and how they feel with touch. So just be mindful of that. But that can just help, you know, bring them back because, you know, we all drift off every now and again. <laughs> oh, yeah, and especially when you are trying to talk to them about their day sometimes and they just want to play with their mum or dad because they haven't, you know, yeah. like, mum, why are you asking these dumb questions? Like, yeah. you know, and I'm like, what's your favourite thing about today? Like, you know, because I'm trying to get him to feel like the gratitude and stuff and then I'll say, yeah. mine's when we went to the beach together. But you're right, like sometimes they're just like, shut up and they're like yeah. <laughs> all over the place like I want to do this I'm so excited oh, what's for dinner and blah blah, blah. yeah so little touch on the cheek okay yeah and even just when you are talking to them if you are giving them an instruction just try and make it as short as possible so you don't have to go let's go pack our bags and put everything in the bag to say go pack your bag please that's all it has to be it doesn't have to be a long-winded instruction it just needs to be short and simple and straight to the point. Oh, my God. I think I long-wind instructions too much. <laughs> and it's so funny you say that because my other friend who's a teacher, she's exactly the same when she would talk to Memphis. She's like, okay, just go pack your bag, buddy, and do this, And whereas I'll probably, like, give a whole philosophy on why he's got to pack his bag. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's, it, it's, yeah, one that you can train yourself to get better at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so tighten myself up. Yeah, yeah, just turn it in a little bit. <laughs> I think it's, it's so interesting, isn't it? Like parents and the dynamic, like because the mums and dads, like usually we need a bit of both, right? Like of them, but we're so extreme with each other and it's like we're trying to find some middle ground, aren't we? Because like I'm yeah. sure the dads are pretty short on instructions <laughs> and like straight to the point, you know, like that's how Griffo is, straight to the point, like, you know, do this, do that. Yeah. Whereas I'll like kind of nurture it in and like exactly like what you said. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, in saying that as well, tone of voice is a big one too. So how you're saying something and like if they hurt or something, you're like, oh, you'll be fine and, you you know, you've shown that you don't care, they're obviously going to pick up on that. Whereas if you show that you're a little bit more sympathetic, that will help them res- like, respond well to you as well. So tone of yeah. voice is a big one. And I'm still learning that as well. I can come across a lot harsher than I intend to and mm-hmm. that's something that I'm working on too. As well, I think um, I think genuinely, like generally, we are we're busy, right? Mm-hmm. And so when you're busy, your mind's full. You are usually shorter with your answers or your yeah. tone or you know that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, I feel like we all could, you know, I definitely not work like we all should as a collective work on it. Well, maybe we should all work on it as a collective and see what happens. <laughs> Uh, well, Vic, I love chatting to you because you're changing the game for parents, especially busy parents who, you know, might be attached to their phone for work, who, um, you know, want to learn a new way of connecting with their children and, you know, are desiring that deeper connection with their kids in a really simple, easy way. And it, exactly what it is, it's like we're not teaching you anything new, are you? It's like yeah. we, all, we all know this, we just lose our way. And yeah. so it's just reminding people and then bringing them back and filling their tool belt up with tools and strategies to um, reparent themselves in the home so they can start parenting their kids. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. Mm, I love you so much. <laughs> now, 
I'll chuck your details in show notes below, um, but people can uh, book in one-on-one sessions with you, um, which uh, I've told her too cheap. Uh, she's worth it. <laughs> but um, we'll chuck that in to book below. And your um, what else have you got going on at the moment? Anything else? Oh, there's lots of different things in the works. <laughs> it's just <laughs> which one we're going to go with first. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I've got some course ideas and a few other like other master classes and stuff yeah in mind so but yeah. if you want to stalk vic you can stalk her below she does really simple easy tips that we can all follow to re-educate ourselves and to help us reparent ourselves um it's been an absolute honor to work with you i've loved watching you grow and you step into your own as a leader and you know leading parents um through your own trials and tribulations at home and in the classroom you know like I think it's such a beautiful thing to watch you. And I really wanted to get you on this podcast because when I saw you on your last masterclass, it was these really simple tools that just sung so true to me. That's like, oh, it's just that easy, simple advice that we need as parents. And like to know that we are all doing our best, but hey, here is just that reminder of these like simple ways that we can connect with our children. We can communicate with them to make life a little bit more simpler and, you know, connect on a deeper level. So I'm really proud to have walked with you these last few months. Oh, thanks Hardy. And I appreciate everything you've done as well, but yeah, I'm all about keeping it real. We're none of us are perfect. We're just doing the best we can. Yes, I love it. Keeping it real. Woo! Um, <laughs> if you want any more information on Vic, all her details are in show notes below. Uh, thank you to today's sponsor. Vic, I might get you to do a shout out to today's sponsor. It is me with my book oh. on confidence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. So shout out to Heidi Anderson's book on I uh, was a drunk on confidence, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And you read it, didn't you? And then that's how we got in touch. So yes, what I loved it. Your book was amazing. It was really oh. like, yeah. Oh, I appreciate that. What, how many stars would you give it out of five? Oh, definitely five. <laughs> and if you could sum it, okay, if you could sum it up with one sentence, what would it be? Ah, uh, one sentence. I just would say, seeing how authentic and real and amazing you are it just all of it it's you're very raw in it but I love it oh thank you and if you want to listen to the first three chapters you can uh just below so you can chuck the um I'll chuck the link up in show notes the first three chapters and then if you want to go on to purchase the book you can but it's me reading it um and there's also a little interview in there as well so it, that's all in the show notes thank you so much for listening if you love the podcast uh please rate and review wherever you're listening obviously five stars is with that as well um we love you thank you so much for having us and we'll chat to you soon thank you Bye. <laughs>